After a two-week hiatus, or no, what, two weeks? It's been two weeks. It's been a week. No, we recorded. Really? Last time we recorded was two weeks ago. Oh, anyway. With the whatever episode of Love Connection, hmm. we are back with a, yet another special edition of Penny Vodka. Every episode is a special, special edition. I mean, we spoil the shit out of you guys. Let's be honest. Um, we, I came up with a bright idea for some reason that popped into my head to do a compare and contrast of Disney princesses. Meaning what happened in the actual story, comparing it and contrasting it to what happened in the Disney movies. So first up is going to be Little Mermaid. And our, my wonderful assistant, Betsy, here, has read the notes, read the story and took notes on it. <coughs> the original story is by... Hans um, Christian Andersen. Hans Christian Andersen, thank well, you. Neither one of us could say it correctly. Um, and uh, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a little different than um, the... Uh, original Disney, story yeah. that we've all come to know and love. I mean, it's not completely different. It's just a little more um, dark. Let's get into it. All right, go ahead. You're the one taking notes, not me. Um, so the uh, story starts off, introduces um, the, the Little Mermaid. None of there, no character has names uh, <coughs> in this story. Um, so we'll we will maybe use the names from the movie uh, if that's permissible. Uh, so the king, who is Triton in the movie, yes. um, is a widower, and that means the mom's dead. Yeah, we get it. Thank you. It's very depressing. Um, however, his mother is still alive, right? And she's like beautiful and lovely, and she's queen, and everything's. It doesn't great. make any sense. I don't know how. How could she be queen if he's know. king? Anyway. So Ariel, Ariel, we're gonna call her Ariel. Audio has, even though she doesn't have a name, like I said, um, has six six has six sisters. Which means King Triton's been doing a lot of or or or. That's probably what killed their mother. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know. They don't. We don't know if they all shared the same mom. Oh, oh, interesting, yeah. interesting. Yep. We're getting there. One of them could be part mollusk. So. The story opens up, and Ariel is only 10 years old, and each of her sisters yes, really. is a year older than the next. Right. So, presumably one of them is 16 now. If she's 10, the next one's 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. No, 16, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, like, the special kind of... I guess... Pu- they're quinceanera, basically. Yeah, they're pubertal... Um, Bottom mitzvah. Like, whatever kind of initiation... Into womanhood. Um, is that they get to sit... The, the mermaids get to sit up on the rocks and kind of explore the shores of the land above. Mm-hmm. And so each of the sisters, because of their birthdays, uh, get to go up at different times. Some of them like to go at night. Some of them going dur- during the day. But they also get to... I don't mean to interrupt. But they also go during different times of the year Right, that's, well. what I was, that's where Spring, I was Spring, fall, summer, winter. So they kind of see the whole beauty and majesty of land life. Um, 
Uh, but nonetheless, they kind of all get sick of being away from home, and they decide they, you know, under the sea is the place to be. Under the sea. Thank you. Uh, finally, five years go by, and it's our girl, Ariel's Ariel. turn. And on her maiden outing... Trip, yeah, whatever. She um, sees a ship, and there's a lot of noise, and she kind of gets curious and goes to see what what's going on there. And she sees, like, a group of sailors, and... A sixteen-year-old prince, who in the movie is Eric. Um. So, a storm comes. Starts a brewing. And tosses the ship about, and they get shipwrecked essentially. And our girl Ariel goes to save her. Well, not really shipwrecked. A shipwreck would yeah against land. land. Okay, fine. Anyway, they go overboard. Ariel. Sees her prince, her beloved handsome prince, and saves him. And, you know, she kind of leaves him on the land. She's, like, swooning over him. And then there are these, um, like, convent girls that come. Right. So she, like, hides away and they kind of, they come upon the prince and, like, you know, bring him to shelter. Um, Ariel returns to the water and um, speaks to her grandmother about like what humans happened? and like yeah. what like tell tell her more about them and um, her mother her grandmother reveals that humans have immortal souls um, so kind of the afterlife type thinking um, and I don't really recall how she gets this in her head But Ariel decides to go see the sea witch in the film. That's Ursula. Which I think she does it to see if, um, from what I I can remember from the story itself that I read, um, it's to see if she can get her the chance to meet Eric. She's just trying to figure out, like, how she can 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 do it. So the sea witch um, tells her that she'll give her a potion to give her legs. But... There are a couple of, obviously, catches. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, her feet will hurt incredibly badly. Yeah, like it she's will, walking on knives. Right. Um, and the caveat is, if she cannot get the prince to marry her, she will die. Right. Um, no, 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 no. If, not that if she can't get the prince to marry her, if the, if she can't, if the prince marries somebody else, is what really it is. How is that not the same thing? Because you can just not get married. He just be living that bachelor life. And in payment, um, the witch takes her tongue because all of the mermaids uh, are beautiful singers, and you know that's how they lure the um, sailors sailors into their water. But she, but Ariel had the most beautiful voice of all. Right. So the witch cuts off her tongue Mm -hmm. um, as payment for her legs. Ariel. Comes back on, gets on land, gets with the prince, and he kind of, no, not quite. He kind of treats her more like a pet. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like calls her like, I think he calls her like my pet. He does, he does like literally lets her like sleep at the foot of his bed. Yeah, it's, and of course, it's it's pretty weird shit. She's unable to communicate, she can't talk. Right. Um, 
so kind of in the midst of all of that, um, he ends up meeting some princess that's not Ariel, and um, he marries her. But you're forgetting the part of the story where he said, you look so much like the per- he remembers. Right. He, she doesn't realize that he remembers being saved by someone who looks like her. Right. So he said, I, you remind me of someone that won't save my life, but my heart only belongs to her. Right. And her not being not having her tongue cannot express the fact that she was the one who saved him. And then in an alternate <sighs> twist, the princess that he does end up, end up marrying looks a lot like one of the convent girls who he also thought saved him. Right. So it's like a weird um, mix-up and she cannot really speak up and say what really happened. So I, somehow Errol's sisters find out about what has what happened. happened. And knowing that their sister is going to die, they they go to the sea witch and strike a deal with her. By cutting off all of their hair. Right. So, sacrifices upon sacrifices to help... One another. Other people, right. Um, well, actually, Ariel did it selfishly. Yeah. Um, in exchange for their hair, the sea witch gave the sisters a dagger, uh, which they had to bring to Ariel... And convince her to stab the prince to death to get her tail back. Right. Um, now, our girl Ariel, you know, she realizes that the prince is pretty happy with life as it is. Right. And... and uh, being, dagger to the heart would kind of, you know, dampen things a bit. Yeah, it might be a little, little, little frowned upon. Mm-hmm. Um, so, being her selfless self, self. Uh, she flinged herself off the boat. And then she's saved by a group of angels, sort of. That yeah, they, they don't call them angels, but I forgot what they call them. They're daughters of the air. Right, daughters of the air. And this daughters is kind of where it gets a little dark, if it hasn't been dark enough already. I don't really remember what happens after this. Um, they tell her that, that daughters of the air can also get um, immortal souls. Mm-hmm. Um if they do good deeds for 300 years. Right. Which is what mermaids live, live up to anyway. Right. Mermaids live up to 300 years. So essentially she can Fact, kind of get... So for the length of her mermaid life, if she does good deeds, then she becomes immortal. Um, and well, it, she has an immortal soul. Not that she becomes immortal. Right. Um, and in order to, like, accumulate good deeds... Uh, she has to fly into the rooms of good children. No, 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 no. Yes. No. She has to, if she has to visit children. And if one of them yeah, is I'm getting ba- to okay. the other part. Okay. If she flies into the room of a bad child, her time is increased by one day. Right. If she flies into the room of a good child, her time is reduced by one year. Right. Well, no, year and year, not year and day. It, no, it's a year and a day. What do you mean? If it's a good child, a year is reduced. Mm-hmm. If it's a bad child, a day gets added. That makes no sense. I think the the idea That's is that, that there fair. are more children. There are more bad children. Mm. So the likelihood of falling upon a bad child is more, more likely. than falling upon a good child. Right. Gotcha. So, and that's really how the story ends. She just kind of joins the Daughters of the Air. Doesn't right. really become a mermaid again, obviously, because she didn't stab right. the prince. And um, is kind of like doomed to this... To serve yeah, to Daughters serve of the Air. Or whatever higher power to do. It's yeah, more I know, like God. I know. And so, kind of, my general feeling is that there are a lot of really religious overtones. Way too many religious overtones. 
Um, and some Greek mythology overtones as well, with um, the mermaids being sirens. Yeah. But mostly and King it's, Triton. the message is like, um, if you act in selfishness, you kind of have to then live a life of like subservience to God to kind of like repent. Right. Exactly. Um, Which I found to be a bit. And like, don't disobey your family. It kind of has all of those usual religious Religious messages. Um, So it's pretty interesting. Definitely different than the film. A lot different. Um, I think, I know the film never really addresses that the king is like a widower, but her mother is never present in the movies. Um, we do not have, um, a talking crab. No, unfortunately, because no that was Sebastian. a big fan of Sebastian. I know. I was a big fan of him. Um, also, no flounder. No. Um, but I think you can kind of equate, um, the grandmother to Sebastian because she... Well, no, isn't this grandmother present in the movie? Not that I recall. Oh. Um, but the grandmother is more like Sebastian where she, like, offers advice and, mm-hmm. um... You know, kind of consoles her, but for the most part tells her, like, you know, like, you should really stay with your family. Kind right. Of the, what I was saying before, the under the sea message. Under the sea. Um, under the sea. And the other other darker things, I mean, that her feet were hurt. I don't think that that was part of the movie. I think, you know. She it just, was that it was a price to pay in order for her. Right. Well, she wasn't going to. There was no pain element in the movie. Most right. Most of it's a children's movie. Granted, this is a children's story, so it's not exactly... Um, was it really a children's story? Yeah. Um, you know, because it's meant to teach children... Not to fuck with... Like, you know, do what your parents say right. and serve God and... Right. All that other bullshit. Yeah. Um, and uh, the other thing that we... Uh, the sea witch isn't particularly described as an octopus like Ursula. Right. Um, also, the sea well, witch doesn't yeah. really interfere the way she Ursula does. does in the, right, in the story. Where she becomes, like, another princess and then right, and tries to get Eric yeah. to fall in love with her so that Ariel becomes her slave, which is the other penalty. In the original story, this Hans Christian Andersen story, if, the, if Ariel could not complete her mission, she dies. Right. Whereas in the film, um... If she doesn't complete the mission, right. she becomes uh, Ursula's, Ursula's slave. slave. Right. So. Also, Ursula doesn't seem nearly as evil in the story. She, right. Exactly. So I think that's really interesting that yeah. that the um, kind of the evil part of it is just the consequences of Ariel's selfishness and act selfishness and actions. Right. Like that's really where the problems arise. The, the sea witch is just like, well, here's the deal. Right. And I'm not going to interfere, but if this is what you want, this is what you have to pay exactly. for it. And, like, you can get out of it. Well, I think the fact can... that she's very objective and indifferent. Yeah. She's you know just I mean? kind of, like, wheeling and dealing. Like, right. she's not really out to get anyone. Right. Um, she also doesn't have the two um, eels. eels that are her pets. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there are some pretty... Drastic differences. I think so as well. But you kind of have to understand that Disney has to yeah. sugarcoat it a little bit. And of course, at the end of The Little Mermaid, um, Ariel gets the guy and, and... Does the bang bang. 
and her dad is supportive and everything's great, hunky dory. Um, in this in the story, doesn't end quite as well. She no. basically can never go back to her family, regardless. I mean, she wouldn't have either way, but right. Um, well, she could have if she had stabbed the prince, but right. You know, had she gotten what she wanted, she would never be able to return to her exactly. family. Um, it's not really your ideal Disney story. No, not at all. But um, that's their uh, artistic liberty to reinterpret it as they will. Right. Um, I will say that in um, some additional research, I did find uh, Shirley Temple, um, Little Mermaid, tele- made-for-TV production. Horrendous. Uh, I saw three minutes of it. Definitely, you can find it very easily on YouTube. Um, not very. It's it's like not it's very well done. It's at not all. well done. Probably great to watch high. Um, eh, so much sober. Uh, I was just like, this is just poorly done. But I bet it's pretty pretty trippy, pretty fun to watch. Um, on a trip. Um. Meaning LSD, not on like a trip to. No, uh, no, or not like on a road trip, or your regular. Weed high, whatever gets you in the psychedelic mode. Um, but check that out. And um, I know that Netflix is now releasing a Little Mermaid story of their own. Um, it's more focused on like this little girl who has the soul of a mermaid, I guess, if you will. I don't remember. Yeah, I couldn't. Really, you couldn't really tell from the the trailer. Um. So. Yeah, there's only a trailer out right now, but uh, the story basically is that there's this mermaid who is being held captive by a, what are they called, the circus operators? You know what I'm talking about? The head of a carnival, you mean? Like, not a carny, but like, who's the ringleader? Ringleader. Ringleader. So he basically has her soul, like, in a bottle, and keeps her as an exhibit as part of right. the circus and this little girl and this random I think it's like a journalist or something uh, try to set her free right um, so you know I think this the story has definitely been interpreted and reinterpreted different ways uh, the original story is definitely interesting and um, I think it's a uh, an interesting series that we've launched, and I'm uh, excited to, to do the next one. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope it's it's received fairly well. Um, we can try to keep them actually probably this short, probably close to 20, 25 minutes Let long. us know what other princesses you'd like to cover. I think, which one would you like to do next? I'm thinking... Because you think you got Belle, Cinderella, Snow White, um, Jasmine. Yeah. We could do the one right. from The Prince and the Frog, I don't know her name, I never watched it. Um... Tiana. Tiana. Um, who else do you have? Did you say Pocahontas? No, I did not say uh, Pocahontas. Pocahontas. Mulan. Mulan, that's right. There is real. There are a lot. There's a lot to do. So, we will definitely expand upon this series. Yeah, hopefully. Um, don't forget to comment. Wait. Can you comment? You can't comment on this. I don't know. Rate, review, review subscribe. subscribe. Like us on all the social media. Yep. Follow us on all the social media. And tell your friends and enemies about us. Oh, yeah, and we're also on SoundCloud now, too, so go check us out on that. Unless you're already listening to this on SoundCloud. In right. which case, go check us out on iTunes. Exactly, and leave a review on iTunes as well. So now we got all the an- all you Android users. You can finally start. Because well, we know you've all been waiting for that. I know. Also, I myself have started my own new podcast, 
where I do, I interview friends of mine, I guess you could say. Um, I only have one episode from now, right now. It's my friend Mike Wilson, who most of you guys may have listened to it already. Um, I'll have a couple of new ones popping up in the next couple weeks. Do you weeks, want to tell them what hopefully. it's called? I'm going to tell them Oh, now. I'm sorry. It's called Path Illogical. So it's the word path, and then it said pathological, P-A-T-H-O-L-I-G-I-C. Oh, you just put yourself in a trap. Whatever. It's P-A-T-H space I-L-L-I. Oh. Oh, sorry. L-O-G-I-C-A-L. So You'll see it, it says it says caution inclement thoughts ahead or something like that. No, it's like think like exciting and intelligent or some, something, something like, like that. Something stupid like that. Um that's just something you picked up off the internet for free. Alright. Um, we haven't come up with our own design yet. Well I haven't come up with a design yet, so I'll come up with that sooner or less. So yeah, pathological on SoundCloud and iTunes. Wherever podcasts are sold. Check it out.